0: y'all know what the fuck going on this is episode 114 of not politically correct we are back after a little bit of a you know a little bit of a hiatus but you feel it uh it's your boy mccoy aka mr what it do aka young splash god aka no cap charlie aka smooth job johnny aka Doped Up danny aka uh fbi mike aka motherfucking uh, hip-hop harry also aka little peanut shout out uh <laughs> Shout out uh, Donnie for that one. Hey, good luck, Donnie. He's in a
1: bowling champ or a tournament.
0: Yeah, good luck to good luck to Donnie, and thank you for adding that to the name. It's in, in the new, you know, the repertoire. However, you want to, you know, how we gonna get the off? As fuck, aka <laughs> Hallway Jones, because your bitch had a ringtone, and I promise you, I promise you, it was either me or Soldier Boy. Um, you can find me.
2: I <laughs> was the, the first rapper.
0: Right, <laughs> right. Hallway
2: Jones. All right. <laughs> <You know. laughs>
0: You can Ooh, find me Drake. All right, you can find me on Snapchat. That would be uh, Room Re Rebel. Every once in a while, but you can definitely find me on Twitter every day, all day at Rumacoy KPZ. Cody. Hi,
1: hey, I'm Cody. Russ.
2: The barman. Yeah, all right. Some shit. <laughs> <laughs> asperger's <laughs> All right, Russ the Barman, a.k.a. Teddy Russ, a.k.a. Smooth Fingers, a.k.a. Kid Universal, a.k.a. The Progenitor, a.k.a. Schoolers Q, a.k.a. Russ the Bus. And you can find me on the Chattiest of Snaps, as Snapchat is, and on, candy, uh, on IG, excuse me, at CandyCupidityT, and D-I-D underscore Idiots. <laughs> Just weird.
0: so we are also on facebook we have a facebook group not politically correct podcast you can join that group and be a part of all the shenanigans uh we also have a page npc podcast you can go ahead and thumbs that up like that you know it does something on the internet apparently we are on twitter thumb that up <laughs> pause um <laughs> we are on twitter at not pc podcast we on that motherfucker too so you can you know hop on there follow us there um, and on SoundCloud, the podcast app, Spotify, Spreaker, uh, Google Play, anything you can listen to shit on except for Title because they're racist. You can find us there. <laughs> just type in "not politically correct podcast" and we will come up. And you can listen, like, leave comments, and talk to us and tell us how good or how bad we are. We won't listen. We won't change. But you can do it. Just so you know. Uh, and now, on that note, it's time for sp-
1: sp- 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 yeah, might as well. Ras- rookie, <swimming.
0: laughs> Sports. You really messed Sorry. that up for me because I had a whole I was gonna like change your
1: intro and everything, but cool. Um Oh yeah, it sounded like it. Yeah. <laughs> yep,
2: it sounded real different. Like Very so <laughs> fuck you, Russell,
1: <laughs> fuck you.
0: Russell. <laughs> I can hey, man, like, man, you're the one that I conceptualized that all that shit this morning. I was like, "Oh, it's gonna be cool for. I'm gonna make him cool today."
2: Old drumline, I heard you.
1: <laughs> you don't know me, looking at
2: Nick Cannon for sports.
1: Wait, no. uh, Le- LeBron Jameson uh, just <laughs> has the uh, highest guaranteed money in NBA history with 532 million. He, uh, he, uh, he, uh, what he do now. So he just agreed to a two year, 97.1 million. That one matters. It's still more than we got. Combined. Right. Uh, <laughs> but damn, he's really trying to play with all his sons. Oh, I course. can't believe. Po- like, <laughs> Hey, not, not like a Tom Brady, not like a Tom Brady, mm-hmm. uh, or Deshaun Watson. Speaking of that motherfucker. He Almighty. <laughs> Yeah. So he was doing some mess around and the uh, little <laughs> masseuse.
2: Mm-hmm. First, sister- they said.
1: <laughs> Reci- <laughs> so, yeah, he first they they're like, all right, uh, I think they said like five game suspension, which I'm like, what? And now they to said give him they more re- time
2: in the massage partners? <laughs> right.
1: <laughs> right. <laughs> exactly. And now they said 11 game suspension five million dollar fine for violate i'm just like dude you can really like rape people molest people murder people in the nfl and get a slap on the wrist but you stand up Literally. for rights and no nope, you can't play for us speaking of that i heard he got hey. time about it never mind
2: <laughs> <laughs> she already he got some of that good good
0: no, <laughs> no i was gonna say something but i, I realized this is sports and it's
1: not my section i'm sorry cody Go ahead. You always talk about politics, anyways, or something like that, right?
0: <laughs> no, it was. <laughs> no, finish your finish your. Sorry,
1: like... little girl. I'm in
0: Sweden. What? <laughs> what is um? What is uh? What did he actually do, Deshawn? I, I wasn't. I've been keeping up. I know he did some some weird shit, but what
1: did he actually do that he's getting fined and... I didn't care to look deeply in the details. I just know that there's a lot of uh, sexual uh, inappropriacies with. Uh, massage people's. Inappropriate. Scenes. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I saw a video. PC, I saw okay. a video. He had a. Um, he had a uh, Mia Khalifa. Um. <laughs> <laughs> plan- <laughs> I don't know if this, this was actually her, but. Somebody said he got Mia Khalifa in there, and it was definitely a woman who was uh Damn, Middle Eastern. This guy's wild. And okay. she was, they were like playing basketball and, and she's like in a, a maid outfit, like a red, like little red riding <laughs> hood outfit dunking on him. It's crazy, bro. He's well, a She's fucking... year dunking on like...
1: him. <laughs> crazy. This guy's
2: he has twenty four lawsuits against him. Twenty four accused Day. him of sexual misconduct <laughs> from 2020 and 2021, so it's a
1: lot of shit, yeah. Damn. The fact that he's under all this shit and decided to go public with being, you know, my ex, Mia, yeah. whoever that lady is that you were talking about. I should look her up. Miss Marvel.
2: Miss <laughs> uh, <laughs> Marvel. Oh, right. the beach.
1: <laughs> no, don't do that, don't do Ms. that. Miss <laughs>
2: Marvel? <laughs> <laughs> don't do that. That's...
0: <laughs> are Russell they the same Rome. ethnicity... <laughs> Wait a minute though. Somebody
2: surprised when
0: Somebody posted <laughs> that shit. Feels awkward. <laughs> we
1: I'm gonna look, look this up. No. Um, I, I'm just the guy in the video right now. My wife is watching.
2: <laughs> <laughs> and I said, <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> "Hey, yo, the
0: bullshit, no bullshit, though. What was? Oh, um, someone who po- When I saw that video, somebody was like." He got me Khalifa and blah 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 and then somebody was like literally said 'cause it was like a TikTok. They posted it and somebody literally was like, Yo, this is what you gonna post? Well all the shit you got right. going on, you gonna post yourself with me and Khalifa in yo, You thought this was you thought this was good right now post-that's right, like our Kelly like
1: checking in at a chuck of cheese or something.
2: Trying to work your shit. He trying to get his stand here next to the ball pit.
1: <laughs> next to the ball pit, yo. Speaking of
2: speaking,
1: wishing of, I could be part of the ball, pit.
0: <laughs> wishing those <laughs> were my balls in the ball pit. Looking at <laughs> <laughs> dog, oh my god. Um, speaking of that guy, I heard he's getting like a retrial or some shit, which is OC, but and he's
1: he's engaged and they're expecting a baby via uh AFI. Wait, who R. Kelly. Yes, sir. What the <laughs> fuck? Are you no? I'm you like, you ask?
2: I'm serious.
0: Holy Light shit! Ass. My God, that <laughs> <laughs> live <laughs> ass. Listen,
2: Robert Sylvester Kelly need to sit. <laughs> out.
0: Yo, that is in
1: fucking sa- That's insane, bro. Yeah, he's engaged with one of his uh, the pe- his little kids that he molested or whatever. <laughs> I,
2: I, 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 I don't mean to Kid laugh. Was I am trying to laugh. She's 26 years old, but still. Well, I wasn't he, trying to I, laugh. I
1: wasn't but, <laughs> I'm not laughing at. The, I'm not. This is not funny. Growing up? this I'm uh, You're <laughs> in ages like fine wine. <laughs> <laughs> God, hold on. She, she aged six
2: <laughs> more like cheese. Fuck out
0: of here. Oh my God, bro. <laughs> this is fucking wild. So what
1: you guys talk about for sports? Uh, you don't want to
2: know. <laughs> R. Kelly. Right, exactly. R. Kelly
1: and Maya Khalifa. What? Okay, what else, what else is going on in sports, though? <laughs> yeah, Brooke Lopez proposes to longtime girlfriend at Walt Disney World, too. So there's that. That's oh, a good transition okay. to stuff, you know? Okay, Brooke. Proposing. <laughs> okay. I propose we go to music. <laughs> Wait a minute. I do
0: have a question. Um, So I, I heard, and I just want to confirm with the sports guy, that um, uh, Colin Kaepernick,
1: Got signed by the Browns? Oh no, that's probably a joke. They're saying they're putting everybody in, saying they're getting signed by the Browns because of the Deshaun Watson thing. Oh, okay, okay. I just want to. I highly doubt that. Yeah, I'm sure my phone would have blew up if
0: that happened. That's crazy. If you Google Colin Kaepernick right now, like I'm doing, um, it says (laughs) like I'm doing. It says American civil rights activist. It doesn't even. It doesn't say like anything about sports player or anything. It says American, like right under his. That's crazy. Kind of cool, though. It is It is. It is cool. It is cool. I just, I'm like, damn, he, he really did
1: that shit and lost his whole career on bullshit, bro. He
0: on, said, on tell me bullshit. to
1: shut up and dribble now. I'm not even a dribbler. Well, he never was, but you know what I'm talking about. So Carmelo Anthony uh, says that he's going to produce a 4.4-part 4. 4 documentary series on his life and career. I think that's kind of cool. Because, okay. you know. Okay. That's almost like a Derrick Rose story, huh? Yeah, for sure, for sure, for sure. Um, I'm down with it. I'm down with it, man. Another uh, one that I'm sure he'll be a part of and stuff, but LeBron James and Dwayne Wade will produce a documentary on the 2008 USA men's basketball t- Olympic team for Netflix. Oh, really? Okay, okay. Which, you know, who's going to be in there then? Kobe. <laughs> <Go> <laughs> I mean, I'm not.
0: Kobe. Kobe. <laughs> be um, Also, well, ooh, another thing in sports, they have also retired the lake. So shout out R.P. Bill Russell. Um, he passed away yeah. since since, oh, we, yeah. Yeah. since we've been um, on our little hiatus. Um, and oh. and they the league is officially retiring the number six across all teams. So it, anybody that curr- yeah. currently wears the number six will be grandfathered in, but no one will be assigned a new number six going forward. Um, right. Which you know is kind of cool. Bill Russell was like really one of the first, one of the first you know superstars. So I I, I respect it. Um, they also the Lakers in it are also going to be retiring Paul Gasol's. Uh, oh who his, is. Yeah, yeah, they're going to be retiring his his number. Which I'm going to be honest yeah. with you, I yeah. don't know why.
1: I'm not. It's unnecessary. I'm
0: not. <laughs> yeah, like it's not clicking for me why Paul Gasol's getting his number like. I get it. I get it. He, you know, one ring, two rings with Kobe, he was there for that, and proving that Kobe could do without shit. All that good shit is crazy. He's a six-time all-star. It's cool. But here's the thing. If you just start retiring people who, you know, have accomplishments, we're going to end up with, like,
1: 15 numbers left. And then, (laughs) you know what I'm saying? That's what I'm saying. That says, yeah, I said on uh, TechFowl, I'm like, they're going to be, like, the Lakers just retiring everybody for no reason. You know, it's like, he's... It's not like he wasn't essential, but to be like with the group that they're tied into now, mm-hmm. not only that, but he wouldn't be who he is without Kobe. And it's right. not like, right. like, oh, you're on the same team. Like, no, he Kobe helped change Pau Gasol's game and mentality. Right. Like they were they were losing. He's like kicked him into gear and got him to be a dog and stuff like that. So like. Yeah. It's just for twenty four twice, forty eight, all right, no. <laughs> I
2: get you get what you're saying, but you know, if he didn't make the, the improvements and the changes, he still wouldn't have been a dis- decent player. You know what I mean? Like I'd get the influence as far as Kobe goes. Right. Yeah. Um, to change his game. But if he didn't change his game, none of that would have mattered in the first place.
0: Right. And and however he got there is it's one thing. And it's it's uh, it's cool that he did the work. Real
2: true. I right. <laughs> I, do I yeah. think other players should have theirs retired first? Yeah, of course. But <laughs> right, right.
0: Like I just don't, I just don't think we. I don't want this to become the new like phenomenon. Like we're retiring somebody's jersey every year. Every team It's like, bro, relax, relax, relax. Everybody's I have numbers left. Right, exactly, bro. Like
2: niggas is gonna do triple digit version. I'm, not, I'm right. not watching this. Thing.
0: Exactly. I'm like you gonna like niggas gonna end up having to put an O in front of the six and say, well, it's not exactly a Bill Russell six. It's a you know, right, right. it's like Shut up. we got. <laughs> You know, put the O. No. Of, identify is, a exactly.
2: identify I a identify
1: as six. six. Exactly.
0: I identify as six.
1: Number 1006. Exactly,
0: bro. <laughs> right. Put a zero in front of a 10, you 010 and shit. Coming <laughs> off the bench. Binary.
1: Right. Binary. The binary. Bench, the letter B is right. the
2: number 13. Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
1: episode 114, La Binary James. <laughs> la Binary Okay. Put that in the chat. Cause that's <laughs> la Binary James. <kings>. Binary
2: kings. <laughs>
0: I ain't no bullshit, dog. So uh, you know, shout out Paul Gasol and all that good shit, and you know, and him winning those championships and being close to Kobe's <laughs> wife and all that shit. But
1: let's relax. Let's, Pause. Right. Uh, <laughs> let's relax, man. Let's relax. So. What else is So good? Uh, yeah, speaking of retiring, uh, James White, former UW Badger, and hmm. uh, also former Patriot. Um, sorry, probably not Patriot. Former New England Patriots, uh, <laughs> <laughs> has retired on August 11th. He played eight seasons, three-time Super Bowl champ, zero, <clears throat> zero career fumbles. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> zero Wait, really? career fumbles. Really? Yes, sir. That's kind of bad. Super Bowl single game records for most receptions, 14 points scored, 20, and touchdowns, three. All from one Super Bowl.
0: Goddamn. Okay, my God! Shout out to you.
1: Now let's retire his number looking at
0: mm-hmm. um damn that's okay. Shout out. That's that's double.
2: Right.
1: right. Yeah. And he yeah, he's definitely a key player. Definitely not useless. But speaking of things that are useless, uh what elbow are you supposed to listen to? Oh. <laughs> uh
2: before that, uh just a quick shout out to uh the Brewers. I guess they're second in the central division. Ooh, really? Okay.
1: I've been paying attention to baseball in quite some yeah. time,
2: so. uh, I would know because they fucking block all the highways when I'm trying to get home.
1: <laughs> dope. I mean, not dope that they're blocking the
2: highways. Ho- <laughs> <laughs> dope. That's awesome. Son of a no.
0: But but if they're so, I'm assuming that they're going block. to because because it's about to be the playoffs for back for baseball, right? So I'm assuming that they're going to be going to the playoffs.
2: I'm hoping so. Um, Super bowl. <laughs> <laughs> it's their second in their, in their division so yeah i
0: hope so okay okay well good luck to the brewers and everything they got going on man shout out the team milltown you feel me so yeah,
2: yeah, yeah.
0: um all right well since we are transitioning to music uh
1: speaking of traffic
0: uh <laughs> um, tragic,
2: yeah, tragic. tragic. <laughs> speaking speaking
0: of the fucking uh
2: Washington <laughs> the fucking, Wizards the,
0: uh, the Washington Wizards uh, is a team
1: for the DMV and also for the DMV uh, the Department DMV. of Motor Vehicles uh, Washi- you know what the I'll fuck I'll shut up I don't about. know yes. what's
0: going on You do, wait wait. you know what I'm talking about when I say DMV right like the you seriously damn mother
1: flipping <sighs> district- Vikings
0: Washington, D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. That area right there is called the DMV. You didn't know that. You didn't. You seriously? I didn't did not. You? Now I do.
1: That's very interesting. I, okay. Wow. Okay. Okay. Yes. Well, well sure to save that for the fun fact. Bit. Well, <laughs> fun
2: fact. There you go. There Big you go. Sean always says that shit.
1: Um, Big yeah. Sean says that? DMV? Um, oh. Yeah. Um, that makes right. sense because he's but from in Detroit. Detroit. <laughs>
2: Detroit ship. It's
0: not. It's not a big. It's not a big Sean thing. though. it's actually been a thing for many, 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 many. Yeah, he came many, up with broccoli. Moments. Yeah,
2: yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> or asparagus.
2: <laughs> I guess
0: asparagus. I guess. Okay. In the summer of 2017, the world was bouncing to the sound of 2015 XXL freshman Gold Links hit record crew with his DMV uh, brethren and fellow 2015 freshman shy glizzy but there was a, another lesser known dmv artist on that record whose voice would help take the record to the next level his name chris brent wood known to us now as brent faez <clears throat> this new school r and artist is one that represents this like new sound progression in the genre and he's pushing that idea with this semi-concept album wasteland but <clears throat> while some people are waiting on this project how good is it actually um. First, I'm gonna give it over to the pod to you know give y'all give y'all their thoughts. Russell. Russ.
2: Oh, I guess Cody didn't listen to it. All right. Uh, <laughs> all right. Man so, my
0: word. Oh, we were gonna so we we're I, gonna go to you next. So don't worry.
2: So it wasn't bad. Um, it gave me uh 90s slash the weekend vibe. Honestly. Okay. Uh, one of the songs I think. Uh. I was okay, but I, uh, I dug Gravity as far as like chord progression and, and how the, the the song sounded. Although sometimes it sounds like dog is singing inside of a bottle. I don't. I don't know.
0: <laughs> That's Christina. <laughs> Cody, shut up, bro. I okay.
2: mean, the album was was in my opinion was like pretty mid, pretty pretty average. Um, it was it was weird at some point like some random Disney sound effects or strings or some shit. It was it was like. It was it was it was a lot, yo. Like a lot of the tracks sounded similar to me, and I'm not gonna lie, I skipped most, if not all, of the skits. Um, all in all, like I said, it's not a bad city. Um, I probably won't delve back into it. It's not something that probably just stay in my playlist, but it's not a bad album. Just not for me. I give it like a five.
0: Okay, okay, that's fair. That's fair. <clears throat> Cody.
2: Not applicable.
0: Okay, so he did not listen. Got it. <clears throat> Alright, well we're gonna dive into this a little bit um, I definitely feel where you're coming from On the <laughs> On, um, you know Not being bad, not being great So, one thing I liked about this album I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go here first One thing I liked about the album is I do like His songwriting um, It's like a, a simplistic writing It's similar to, to The like things that I get from Summer Walker When well, Y'all know I love me some Summer Walker I don't care what nobody say about her um, but it's similar what I, to what I get from her.
2: Is that the trash panda
0: <laughs> Something like that. Uh, they said she didn't wash her ass or some shit like that at one time. Um, <laughs> um, but while it's I get that. Dark summer. I, right. <laughs> dark summer, summer nights. Summer nights. Summer walker
2: fell. <laughs> right. Summer, fall.
0: <laughs> summer falling and shit. Summer fall. Um, but while I get that from him. I, I, it's definitely not as good or effective as, say, her records. But I do like that you hear him pull back some of those same like layers on these records in a very like understandable and like human manner. Um, a great example of this is like on records like uh, Fytb, Fuck You Talking About. He has lines where he says things like, "Lately I've been looking for love, but I only come up on the drugs, stall me out. So if you ain't, so if you ain't the one, either find me some, find me some money, or find me a plug because 'cause I'm running out." And that's on me. Like, there's nothing profound about these lines in any way. But they do have this, like, simple realism in them that I love. Like, <clears throat> he does this in, in like, many songs. Uh, on the album, like, Dead Man Walking, where he says, I drop 30 on this room we ain't gonna sleep for shit. If I catch you not, off, then it's gonna be some shit. It's hilarious because it's, like, a simple line. Um, but in the intro of the album on Villain's theme, he speaks about how he sings about things in a very manner of fact matter of fact way and a lot of like these are are, you know very much some real sit cent- like s- sentiments that we might feel like if you <laughs> like if you like and I and I am not one of those dudes that say if you fly abroad out she has to fuck you I'm like I'm I'm to- I'm super anti like being like you gotta eat me pussy because I'm because like, that was like a personal choice my guy
1: but that's prostitution
0: right but I just think it's funny because the truth is if you spent like $30,000 on a room like you like like invite this girl over to a suite or some shit. Like you spend thirty on a room, you would assume. Even if you even <laughs> if you don't, you would assume like what's going on. If you
1: assume, right.
0: you make a right, exactly. And it, again, 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 no matter what, I'm not I'm not uh, one of those guys that's like pro. You bring a bitch somewhere, you gotta fuck type shit. But I just thought that that. Him admitting that in a song, how you will be a little bit like, damn, bitch, you ain't gonna. Fuck. All right, cool, whatever. Like him admitting that in the, in the song is so funny to me. So I just like how he does that. His writing is simple. It can be simple and it can be very like upfront. It is not. It's not a lot of like. Uh, you know, it's not overwritten, and I like that at times um, in the music. So um, individual records. This is where I kind of disagree with uh, Russell a little bit. One thing, I think the best thing about um, this album or this record is that everything here sounds different to me. It sounds different. Like, I do not listen to something and feel like, damn, I just heard this, or damn, um, these records all sound the same. There is a lot of variety on this album in terms of, like, direction of song and, you know, what's going on on the track. And they tie into different emotions. Uh, A song like Rolling Stone, which, let me just say... Um, I think it's my favorite thing on this album. It has a groove that is unmatched. I love that. Um, I can listen to to this like smooth ass record, kind of close my eyes and travel a little bit. It's like perfectly mixed and it's amazing. Like single piece, and is an amazing single piece of work. And, and it explores those like human emotions with lines like, "Ask my lover, I'm troubled. A- ask my lover, I'm troubled. First I'm exciting, then I'm gaslighting. Make up your mind. I'm rich as fuck." But I ain't nothing at the same time. People, love, people hate me and they love me at the same time. I guess I'm everything and nothing at the same time. Sorry in advance if I let you down. I just love, I, first of all, I just love that song. If I don't do anything else with this album, I'm going to always play that song. I just fucking love that song. Um, this song sticks and it's perfect to me. But it is completely different from the bounce and say, like Role Model or Wasting Time, which features Drake. All these different records are examining different emotions and they give you a little different experience, in my opinion, um, on each record. The third thing that I really fuck with is the concept album. I like that there is a link in this album of Brent kind of exploring his inner self, trying to figure out who he is or who he needs to become for his significant other. Basically, there is a story of him being um, locked into fame but having a, you know, pregnant girlfriend who he is supposed to be committed to. Um, the songs on this album sound like they are him trying to deal with some of his inner issues. Um, stopping him from committing to her. But within his mind. And I like that there is an attempt to pull this together as a full body of work. Because in today's musical climate, we don't get that a lot. Like, people don't focus on that enough anymore. Um, you gotta be like a... like. I think the best concept album person in the game right now might be Kendrick Lamar. Um, between him and Lu- between him and Lupe, I just think that they can do some du- super duper like con- con- concept album shit. Um, those are the two best guys um, for me. But you know, I don't think we get that enough, and you don't see it a lot. And maybe I'm not listening to enough R&B, so somebody correct me if I'm wrong. But I don't feel like I see it a lot um, in R&B enough, and so him attempting that is something I really really appreciate um and then the fact that every song has a different vibe is a good representation of that process of self-exploration so i enjoyed him trying that out so overall now (laughs) um while i've said some good things about this album there are some definite and i mean definite (laughs) misses on this project as a whole man um so i guess what we'll start with is the first thing i dislike about about all of these records is the super stripped down minimalist production tactic that seems to be used or employed on 90 percent of these records like russell when you said that random disney sound i know what you're talking about
2: i know exactly what
0: (laughs) uh, yeah (laughs) dude i think it I think it's, fuck what you're talking about, where, like, it's, it, like, doot, 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 do, it, like, switches up and, like, like, transitions, dog. Like,
2: it's a whole, like, no White track, <laughs> yes. dog. I'm
0: like, what the fuck did this come from? Like, bro, no, I know exactly what you're talking about, dog. Um, it's like, why? What are you doing? And it's like, I would rather really, you just put a guitar there or something. Like, stop doing, he's doing this, like, weird experimental stripped down thing. And it's like, bro, you missing some shit here. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's just weird. Um... A lot of these records seem like they're missing something in terms of sonics, and I don't like that. Like this is music at the at the at the forefront. It's music. It gives a, like an unfinished feeling to the stuff, um, to stuff here. Um, and as much as you like Gravity, I felt it like that. Gravity was missing something. Gravity, uh, bad luck. It, it felt like it was like like it was something there but it was like okay you just need to put another instrument somewhere give it something some depth and i and i didn't i didn't like that um and it just happens continuously and then you do weird shit like put a disney sound in a random record a transition like like what the fuck are you doing bro stop 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 it's like shit sounding sinister like javar about to pop out and do some shit just stop i didn't appreciate none of that shit um and it's weird because he used top produce the I think the neptunes are on here somewhere you got fucking uh dj uh d high is on here somewhere. it's like bro stop you got the people you and i feel like they were giving him records and he's like in the motherfucking studio like you know what uh take the guitar out uh, uh take the synth off this motherfucker i just want him to hear me like shut your ass up bitch like don't tell him stop it you know what i'm saying like that was irritating me man so much i'm sorry like i didn't like that at all it's too much potential here and you got all these great producers, and you fucking this shit up, bro. Stop doing whatever drug you on, and whatever you was popping when you was doing this shit. Stop, because you was telling niggas to take too much shit off. I ain't like that. Irritating. <sighs> okay, another, <laughs> another thing, and this might sound like a con- an, an absolute contradiction to the last thing I said I liked, is this concept album. While I love that he focused on trying to pull it all together as a whole body of work and as an experience, i sat with this album for a month bro and listened to it front to back multiple times while working while not working while sitting here um even again this morning and i gotta tell you this shit is hard as shit to follow bro like while the skits allow a glimpse into what he's what he's going for what he's on what he's trying to do this is not easy to understand based on the records and what they represent and that is hella disappointing because i wanted this to flow like i picked up early with the first even with the villains theme and what was about to go on i was just like ooh. and in the first game I'm like ooh, okay okay i didn't really get how we got here from the first two tracks but cool i just felt like something was happening and it just never really came together um i wanted to to connect the story as a whole and there are a few really good records on this motherfucking album here man that i love individually for their greatness like all mine i love it love it fucking love it and it's, it's one of the minimalist one but i fucking love it he did his thing there and, again, Rolling Stone. Um, but for the but for the few records on here that go crazy, then the the not connection on a concept album is disappointing. So overall, I give this album a 6.5. It's okay. There are a couple records that I will always come back to. I'm telling you right now, I'm in love with All Mine and Rolling Stone. No cap. Those are two that's going, those two are going into my R&B, boom. My R&B playlist, they, they stay in there. I fuck with them. Um, but this could have been worked a little better. I love that he tried the concept, tried the album experience or concept album, um, you know, idea, but this album experience, um, is something that did feel like a waste of an opportunity for him to prove himself (laughs) as the leader of the new school within R&B. So 6.5 overall. Um I again, I'm gonna move on for this album. I just wanna say this. He Brent Brent Fies has some uh um his voice isn't crystal clear. It's not like sonically one of the best singers. He's not like the weekend or, you know, fucking say like a lucky day or a knee or nothing like that, but he has something. And I just feel like he was almost like he was trying with this album, but it didn't it didn't fall together right. And I so I'm gonna say I'm a slight fan but he gonna have to you know step forward on the next attempt or the next thing or maybe I gotta go back and listen to some older stuff but this didn't this is my first full album from him and this didn't give me what I wanted um you know with his uh, musical taste so and I've he- heard a lot about him you know from you know just the internet and people just kind of being you know onto him you know as like an alternative R&B guy like you know somebody's carrying a torch so I didn't feel I feel like when Frank Ocean came out You know, 10, 12 years ago. Damn, Jesus Christ. (laughs) I feel like when Frank Ocean came out, you know, 10, 12 years ago, he was not definitely an alternative style to R&B that was going. He was like a a breath of fresh air, great songwriter. And you felt it. You heard it, you know, when you put on his records. And I feel like they're trying to give the torch to him, to Brent, the people might be. And I'm like, he's not as good as Frank. He's not as good with pulling together concepts of records as, as, as Frank Ocean. So I'm just um, hoping that on his next, you know, go around, he gives us something a little bit better, so. And now it's time for, Russell Prosity. There
2: you go. <clears throat> so that's the reason why we haven't been doing this in a while. Um, <laughs> Uh, no, seriously. Uh, so, once again, it's been a while. A lot of life has been happening. Uh, so, let's do a quick check in. How's everybody doing?
0: Cody, you first.
1: Mm-hmm. Working on self, alive. Uh, My car?
0: Oh, man, that came to me quick. Uh, That's what, what said but <laughs> i love this group man
2: that's
0: um, what
1: she said oh <laughs> yo
2: <whoa. laughs>
1: oh man it
0: was quick that's what she said um i was about to lie i ain't gonna firm i was about to lie um mentally uh owning a business and trying to you know i know it, it's it, it, it's rough man it's rough um I quit my job to work on the business, and things just haven't been falling together. Like it's almost there. There's always glimpses of hope, and I'm just keeping hope alive, and I'm keeping my mental. And I and I spoke to shout out T.S. I spoke to him, um, about a week week and a half ago. Um, about this via FaceTime, but uh, I'm just it's it's rough. It's it's being very. Heavy, wearing heavy on my mental because I've had to, you know, learn how to transition, learn how to side hustle. My my hustle um, has grown exponentially uh, on some TI shit. Like my hustle is uh, my hustle is grand uh, looking ass um, <laughs> because I've had to learn how to, you know, you can't you can't give up, you can't fail. So my my inner you know grind and inner dog is like really coming out, and so I'm happy about that. But it's rough. It is rough, and it is weighed on my mental. You know, just from a, you know, and I guess I'm giving a lot on a, on the podcast, but fuck it. Uh, just from a financial standpoint, just from you know, not wanting to fail, um, feeling like I might have made the wrong choice, but not wanting to, you, you you give your mind those wrong thoughts, yeah. Then it's gonna weigh and it's gonna it's gonna affect how you're moving, not only in your business but in everything around you. You know, um, and I'm in a relationship. I, I got my brother down here. He's been down here for like the last month and a half with me, which is wonderful um just turned 18 so we got him down here to see some things and it's cool man having him with me but i feel like you know because of that i'm like trying to be a leader of a household right now and right it's oh it's it's rough it's rough at times man i don't know you know i don't um, know so it's just mentally i'm, I'm all over the I am i haven't cracked or anything like that but um, it's been a rough. It's been a rough uh, few months mentally, but you know I'm hanging in there. So.
2: <laughs> I want to say uh, just a couple things in regards to that. Um, you sound a lot shittier, <laughs> clearer, and more driven than you did when you were uh, working where you were working. So there has to be some. Right. Uh, some pros to it to keep you going, even yeah. though, you know, you're not seeing the results. Currently, um, there have been some results to be like, I can do this. And so you've been putting in the effort to to do it, uh, which is commendable. Um, the second thing I want to say is, that's a nice bar. You like, you know, um, the hustle coming out of me, the, the dog is coming out of me. But life's been rough. That's that's pretty cool. Um <laughs>
0: Was that intended, McCoy? It was not. It was not. It was not <laughs> so.
1: him, no, sorry, he doesn't sound that bright, so maybe then I'm good. <laughs> well, thank you. Thank you. So, I appreciate that.
2: Yeah. Yeah. So I uh, just want to say, man, that I'm, I'm you know, um, I'm proud of you both and happy for you both of the decisions and, and the progression that you're both striving for. It's, it's, it's super dope to me. I, I love when my friends are doing things... Um, to better themselves, better their lives. Um, even if it's it's something that's rough or that's stressful because you're taking that step, I always think that's super dumb. Um, and it inspires me to hopefully inspire other people to, to get on the same page, go on the same track. Um, I myself have been, I think at a place where I'm, I'm fairly fairly happy, fairly content. Uh, but yet, and still, I'm still striving for more. As you both know, I've been job hunting and the searches very interesting. (laughs) The return's not so much, but at least the search has been interesting, but it is what it is. Um, I think what you just
1: said though is what everybody should be happy, Mm -hmm. but still striving for more. Right,
2: right, right, man. (laughs) better, striving for more completeness,
0: yeah. I've been, as his uh, friend, everyone, uh, I've been, uh, and I don't know if I can give this, well, you posted on Facebook, so I'm assuming that the world knows. Uh, Russell is on a extremely successful weight loss journey um and i just i commit bro dude every time you give us a new message or you see or i see someone on facebook bro i get so i'm like damn like this like the uh, like last time i'm like damn i gotta get on my shit because i'm like this nigga is going crazy like it's, it's <laughs> insane I, I, told,
1: I told uh maybe it, oh i gotta edit it again i told siri <laughs> i said this is gonna get so skinny. We're just gonna call him
2: Ruff. Ruff, the bicycle. Right. Ruh. Exactly ruh. Oh God. Ruh. <laughs> do,
0: do, do. Uh, but yeah, no, I, I commend you on that, man. I think, and what comes from eating healthy and you know, kind of getting that, you know, losing weight and stuff, you get energy. When you put the right shit in your mm-hmm. body, that affects your <laughs> mental. So I can only, it? I'm just um happy for you because I'm sure that that is a kind of a little bit of a clarity, you know, a mind fog probably coming up off of you from, you know, eating just eating healthy and getting your shit together, man. So, again, applause and and, and I commend you as your friend. I'm happy for you that you're getting it, you know, getting it in. And I got to get on my shit, get back on my shit and be inspired, man, by what you got, what you got going on. Deadass.
2: So. It, it, it's, um, it's interesting just discovering new things about, oh, I guess they would be old things, but they're new because I haven't seen them or haven't experienced them. In quite a long time uh, for those of you who didn't know i was um at one point pushing close to 350 when i went to the hospital for the wrong kind of stroke um i was at 334 and so um weighed myself this morning 289 so that 45 pound loss that whole table loss is uh, a <laughs> it really affects your body to where you're like I have more energy, I have more stamina um, just from working out the mental clarity um, and overall just sleeping better just just the whole thing has has come like full circle ooh,
1: go
2: ahead, Cycle. Yes. <laughs> go ahead.
1: and all it took was just a little bit of discs.
2: <laughs> right <laughs> Damn,
1: that's she not funny it, but it's funny changed. like. <laughs> Jeffrey Dahmer.
2: <laughs> While well, doing, you know, a few searches on the on different websites, trying to find, you know, um, jobs in my field and stuff, of course, I find myself going down a few rabbit holes of sorts. Um, and I kept coming across this, this pyramid. Um, it's a multicolored pyramid. And at first, I was thinking... Damn, the LMNOs are cancelling the Egyptians now? What's going on? <laughs> I was just going to make a joke.
1: <laughs> I think that went over because it multicolor multicolored pyramid. It's a gay pyramid. <laughs> Egyptians are gay. No, wait.
2: <laughs> <laughs> but it's called, uh, I believe I'm pronouncing this right, the Maslow's Hierarchy of Needs. Um, I found this interesting uh, mostly because the needs that are prevalent today Seem to be fairly superficial—money, fame, sex, drugs. Take it easy, McCoy. Uh, instant <laughs> gratification on all levels. Um, while the rise in most all expenses and necessities is crazy to me, uh, that people are still focusing on the shallowest of items, the smallest of ideas, etc. Um, so I just wanted to go over this pyramid a little bit. Um, it's quite extensive, so um, probably won't make it all the way through this this episode, so maybe we'll, we'll continue um, with it on the next episode, whenever that may be. Um, well, let's go ahead and go over the, <laughs> the pyramid. Uh, so overall, the concept of this pyramid is that unless the lower levels of the pyramid are met, there's no room to consider or have time, space, energy to focus on the higher levels. Um, I think I would tend to agree with this. Um, and I equate this with, equate with what I've heard my father and other ministers say when it comes to winning people over as far as Christianity. Uh, if you can't meet someone at their need, they won't really care what else you have to say. If someone is hungry or thirsty, they don't care about the rest of their well-being. If someone is locked up or bound, they won't care about all the opportunities and freedoms they can have in whatever religion you, you push. Makes sense, right? All right. Okay. And then, of course, at the base of the pyramid, the larger section contains the physiological needs: of breathing, food, water, shelter, um, clothing, and surprisingly to me, sleep. Uh, I'm not sure why we don't always count sleep as a need. Um, and as I've you know, just talked about my whole fitness journey with you, it's a major side in uh, what Sheldon on uh, uh, was it Big Bang Big Bang Theory. Um, mm-hmm. called the tripod uh, of healthiness uh, that's often neglected. Um, of <laughs> sleep can kill you in direct and indirect ways as much as not eating or drinking intelligently can. It would make sense then to have these as a foundation in what is needed to be taken care of first. Secure sustenance, a place to sleep, um, for those who are in an independent position or in a cooperative, interdependence position. So that makes sense, right? Food, water, clothing, right. breathing, sleeping.
0: Right. Needs, yeah.
2: That <laughs> you would need to consider before you go higher in this uh, pyramid. Right. So it makes sense that it is the largest base because it's the most important need. Right. Right. All right. So, so the move forward with the basic or physiological needs being met, the next session of the pyramid lists needing um, safety and security or s- supports needs that regard safety and security. Therein is listed um, health protection and maintenance, uh, employment, property, family, and s- social stability. So then let's break that down, right? <laughs> the saying goes health is wealth, right? Exactly,
0: exactly. I've, okay. And I've heard that, it's crazy, I've heard that so much as an adult. Like, mm-hmm. I feel like I didn't hear it at all as a kid. And, like, the older you get, the more that that becomes a thing. Like, they're telling you to, look, you know, look out for your watch out for your health and shit. Because it becomes, you can feel it as you get old, like, as you get older. Not to say, that, like, I'm dirt old you're dirt, dirt old or anything like that. But, you know, I've just realized since I've turned 30, I've, certain things that didn't hurt <laughs> before or, like, didn't, you know, were fine when I was, you know doing mad drugs and staying up mad late, like, shit, like, <laughs> it's, like, crazy because, like, now my knee will just hurt and I'm like, why are you hurting me? Can you right. not do that? Like, it's crazy. Like, random shit, bro. So, health is indeed wealth.
2: I think it also is because, as children, and because we're dependent on those who are looking out for us, their job is to make sure that our health is to a certain degree, especially with, um, like, schools and doctors being really, like, your kid is is this, and it needs to be this. Or um, we've noticed such and such and such. Especially um, schools, more so now, are like, hey, we noticed this. Da 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 da. What are you doing? What what can we do about this? Um, all of the friends I talk to about children, they um, regale me with stories of schools being more involved as far as uh, mental health and physical health. Uh, sometimes too much. Yeah. <laughs> Little, little daunting, a little uh, oppressive. <laughs> uh, in there, wanting to um, make sure the child is well taken care of, but I think that dependence is is not something that's considered um, something that's really ingrained in it. Like you know, kids um, absorb things like like sponges, and so trying to get them the proper habits and things um, often. Lead to parents to be healthier, hopefully, <laughs> in order to show them the proper role model. But it's when we have that complete independence that we then see, okay, like the the, the training and the the direction and the rules that I had at one point were for a reason, um, not just for me to be a decent human being in society, but also to have a decent level of health, both mentally. Um, and physically and, of course, emotionally is included in that mentality. um, That's something that's more focused on as we get older because we then have the power to affect that on our own. (laughs) (laughs) You. Once overcoming the problem, quote-unquote, of vital necessities, uh, establishing a baseline of health, one would seek something to aid in sustaining that health, right? right. Um, until we yeah, reach a certain. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> I'm playing Pokemon. <laughs> <laughs> until we reach a certain age, a mentality we rely on the family to provide us with the means needed to survive and thrive. We're also learning how to be stable in many facets. This all makes logical sense so far, right?
1: Right. Yes. Sir.
2: No. Not so.
1: Um, as long as people are not being stubborn,
2: right, right, or just dumb, because yeah. you, know, you just have people who just choose to be stupid, um, and they don't realize that they hurt not only themselves but the people around them as well. Um, the one thing that really stuck out to me um, during this whole process, you know, being hospitalized, struggling, everything, is the unintended trauma that you cause to the people around you who love you. Um, it's interesting because it's not something that you're, you're um, intentionally doing. Something happened to you that caused in a reaction in the people around you who care about you to the fact that if there's something that's out of the ordinary, they immediately go to, oh my God, what's going on? You know what I mean? Right, right. Mm-hmm. Got that sense of emergency um, on standby. So in case... I don't check in with my family at certain times, or um, I miss a communication from my girl, or from my friends, from you guys even. Um, you guys are like, hey, you know, everything okay? You okay? Da da da, da. What's going on? Type of thing. It's an immediate, emergency response because of what happened. Um, even though there may be nothing, it just could be a slip of the uh, of the mind that, oh yeah, let me make, let them make sure that I'm I'm good. You know what I'm saying? Um, that trauma will probably always be there. It might not be as heightened as it was in the initial situation, but because there's that situation that's playing in the back of all of our minds, it immediately becomes an emergency. That was something interesting that I, that I discovered, um, which is why a lot of people come together at funerals and they disappear when everything is great. But in that emergency period, everybody's like, "Hey, you okay?" And it lasts for for um, varying amounts of time, depending on the people. But um, this thing will like always sit in the back of people's minds. Yeah,
1: and there's a lot of times lately too that I'm like thinking about you guys, and I and I mean to like I think about like, oh, I should check in like with like your job friend, and if that's affecting your mental health or my Koyu with, you know, right. clients, work stuff, and blah, 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 but then, like, I just think about, like, my own, like, I'm not doing the greatest, and, um, like, I don't have the, I don't know, energy at mm-hmm. that time to reach out, and then I got to talk to myself about, like, not feeling bad for not reaching out to you guys, you know, because I'm just like, let me just be myself, you know? Right,
2: and I, right, right. And I, and I think that's something we, we kind of all deal with. Um, I personally... Um, have been trying to reach out more to people, not just, you know, you, you, my friends group, um, because we talk every day anyway. Um, But to those who I don't readily speak to, um, especially those who are going through different things, um, which is funny because this next slide kind of gets us into those abstract ideals, and uh, it is titled um, Love and Baloney. So this kind of all ties in.
1: (laughs) Did you say love and baloney?
2: Love and belonging.
1: Belonging, oh, okay.
2: <laughs> and uh, one of the the, the, the uh, sites I was looking at, was like, here's where the troubles of many start or where they linger. Um, the idea of friendship, the idea of family, having a place where one feels they fit or belong. It would seem to all be so simple and elementary, But many homes are not filled with the love or acceptance that is necessary to foster that feeling of belonging. Many people don't have that social group of of people who care about them, who they support each other, um, whether in good times or bad times, um, and they don't have any um, recognition or understanding of how that um, sense of belonging should be or how it feels. Um, They don't understand the boundaries that should be put in place um, for those different relationships and even though those homes and those friendships that we do see may be seen, uh, may seem filled with love um, and care they can also be prisons or traumatic to the people inside um, the saying goes we cannot choose our family where we can choose our friends but many times there is no choice whether that be due to environment, due to the nature of the choices that we are subjected to, or because of the rejection from those we would seek friendship with, many times that it is our own minds that prevent such a connection.
1: And whoever says they can't choose their family, let me get to tell you something. <laughs> <laughs> you can kind of do that. <laughs> you should at certain points do that. Yes.
2: From, not but we're related, and... Family, too. <laughs> Man. now you can choose not to associate them or not to interact with them of course but <laughs> they're still your family mm. you didn't really have a choice in that matter
1: actually <laughs> pa- government paperwork and stuff <laughs> no, I'm, just kidding.
0: I'm changing my last name fuck this shit no.
1: <laughs> Cody
0: Skywalker
2: <We're> still <laughs> the these niggas you connected to sorry <laughs> connected to <laughs> it could also be I'm sorry, that
0: just reminded me of Kodak Black saying, my name is Kodak Black, and when you see me, I'm white. Like, I don't
1: know why that just reminded me of that. I'm so sorry. Continue. Uh, you'd be very successful in life if you did not quote Kodak Black.
2: <laughs> or the Kodak company in general. Um... <laughs> Kodak camera. Um, it could also be attributed to the comfort-informing attachments instead of genuine connections, um, because we've all seen the half-hearted, disconnected, clinging, and selfish, selfish attachments that go on in our society. I'm, I'm pretty sure we're probably all familiar with them in, in, in different facets of our life or in the media or things of that nature, um, how destructive those can be, whether just to the people involved or to people in the people surrounding and even the people watching. Um, It gives the um, terrible example of what um, disconnected, disjointed love, care, and affection can bring. Sometimes we mirror what we see or we develop ways to achieve what we didn't receive when it was at one point thought to be vital to our survival. Um, I remember having friendships and, and being in relationships where I thought I need to be this, I need to be in here, this, this is what I need, and realizing that what I needed is to be self-sufficient, have higher self-esteem, self-confidence, and really love the self because that kind of helps determine who I allow to love me or to love only.
1: As Jay Cole said, love yours.
2: (laughs) This can also lead to a misunderstanding of intimacy or a surface-level comprehension that leads to some ties and shackles to things we were not meant to be involved with or maybe not meant to experience until later in life when the maturation matches the activity. I find it interesting that the last two items on, uh, on this level have a connection that we can easily see nowadays as far as intimacy and sense of connection. We can see it in how people are desperately seeking validation in this new age of likes and shares, Uh, subscribe, like and subscribe, Uh, doing things people might not normally do for attention for their five to 15 minutes of fame or shame, depending on your viewpoint. This is also the level where one develops or loses trust in these connections, bonds, Whatever word fits your idea of this concept. <clears throat> there are many different instances I can remember of myself or others referring to people as friends with whom they really had no connection. I, I read a lot of these random posts on Facebook, you know, the, the different links and stuff that lead you to different screenshots of conversations and such. And it really breaks my heart to see people giving their all to a defective relationship whether it's intimate, returnal, or whatever, it takes a lot of energy, effort, and time to create and maintain those type of relationships or friendships. So giving this currency to one that's doomed from the start is damaging to one's psyche. It can make it really difficult to trust again, if at all. I feel like this is a critical section of the pyramid because it makes all the more complicated and stressful uh, it makes it all the more complicated and stressful to work on the top two sections of the pyramid, and can have a major influence and impact on the development of those last two sections. Um, speaking from personal experience, of course, um, but I think we'll save the final two for for another day. Um, just to wrap this up, because I feel like I'm being rather lengthy. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> That's what she said. Looking at wrap up a lengthy. Uh, a little... <laughs> no, two four. That's what she said. Um, (laughs) As a man, it's weighed heavy on us to be fully established, especially in the second section of this pyramid, in order to be seen as having value. Um, And that's the security uh, section of the pyramid. Uh, If we are not employed, don't provide shelter or basic needs, we can be criticized as not being a man or not being worthy of love and trust. While we struggle with our own insecurities or put them to the side as we're forced to have that social stability, we aren't given the luxury of establishing our own self-esteem without the criteria of being full of this material bullshit. We feel the pressure of having to compete with other men for a number of different commodities to prove our worth and usefulness and are left damaged because we aren't allowed to be fully healed until it's necessary for the relationships we find ourselves in. I encourage everyone out there to really give yourself a chance to grow this section, especially to not only lead into the higher sections of this pyramid, but to really understand proper intimacy, proper friendships, proper relationship boundaries. As we learn how to correctly identify and perpetuate the standards for love and trust, I think it will be all the more smooth to work on the higher planes of thought, self-esteem, self-confidence, et cetera, having that strong social system to support us and push us to promote our mental and emotional health. Okay?
1: Amen. He said amen.
0: I was gonna say, um, how important, Before, just before we leave this, how important <laughs> do you think boundaries, like you, Russell, how important do you think boundaries are to our growth? Like, do you think b- boundaries help us, recognizing that you need boundaries in certain um, settings and instances, help you to actually grow?
2: I would think so. Um, Because a lot of the times we allow things into our, you know, we we talked about that that territory thing before um, when we were talking about the priest, king, and prophet of of the home. Um, That territory, that domain, um, without proper boundaries established, we can allow people who have no um, proper intentions for us to come and damage us, to come and set us back, to come and Um, damage our territory and those that we are um, stewards over, as far as, like, the families and whatnot. Um, If proper boundaries are put in place, um, it can lead to confusion, um, misconception, to to mistrust. Um, Just think of it as this. Um, You're in a relationship with with your significant other. Um, Not having proper boundaries would allow someone else to infiltrate that relationship. That leads to cheating, that leads to distrust, that leads to all sorts of of different things that are damaging to the relationship and also damaging to our sense of what love and trust should be. So having proper boundaries in place um, not only regulate what we allow into our territory, but also help us establish what things we will accept and won't accept that will be beneficial and not damaging to ourselves.
0: Well, shout out Russ for that Russell prosody. Now it is time for fucked up story of the week. And it is in fact not that fucked up. Um disappointment. Yeah. Not even it's 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 kind of that it's kind of a disappointment in humanity. Um so I I know it's a joke, but the MCU just uh this past week, um Released the first episode of their new show, She-Hawk, Attorney at Law, which I gotta tell you, fucking great, fucking fire. Really? Yeah, yeah, I loved it. I loved it. Um so obviously, uh uh Tatiana uh Tatiana Nia. I might I might be saying this wrong, but I think it's Tatiana. Oh, Lisa. Uh Maz <laughs> uh Maslaney, that's her the woman that's playing Jennifer Walters, who is also She-Hawk. Um, I'm gonna say two things, and it's gonna get it's gonna get really weird. Um, she's okay. I'm sorry, world. I know we we're body positivity, facial positivity, all this shit. She's a little weird looking to me when she's <laughs> when she's when she's normal. All of a sudden,
1: when she's normal,
0: when she's normal, all of a sudden she becomes she hawk and I'm like, this is good for you. This looks good on you. <laughs> that I know that's weird, and it's gonna get weird. Um,
1: so, she's on her got- Uglier when she looked all
0: Shrek looking, but you look better. <laughs> Green is good on you. The hair gets great, it's great.
2: She she has her her moments. Like I think a lot of the pictures that they take of her are terrible, but she does have her moments where she's like, oh, okay. I see.
0: Right, right. Well, Disney. Disney actually officially made a Tinder profile for She-Hawk. <laughs> the fuck? This is where it gets disappointing. This is where it gets That's a little O-C.
2: You it's, know. Not <laughs> it's, it's
0: not disappointing already? It's not disappointing already. Yeah, um, they made her an actual Tinder. And I just think that that's a, weirdo. It's not a fuck. It's not a fucked up story. It's like, what the fuck are y'all doing, man? <laughs> what the fuck are y'all doing? Um, what the fuck are
2: y'all doing story of the week?
0: Right, exactly. What are y'all doing story of the week? Exactly. And another thing that I hate about this is She-Hawk is not... If you watch the, the thing, she is not buff enough, man. She is not at all... Buff enough, bro. She is a twig next to fucking Bruce Banner, and it's irritating. It's irritating. Um, but yes. So that's just a weird. It's like a weird story of the week. Not even fucked up. It's just, bro. Disney. Did you really need to create a Tinder for she hawk Like, and and niggas is definitely gonna swipe right for that bitch. Like, come on, man. What, what, what are we doing here? What are we doing here? That's uh the random random story of the week. That's what we're gonna call that. Mm-hmm. The not so
1: bad but green, weirdo. <laughs>
0: <laughs> um. So now the fun fact of the week. Fun fact of the week is that in Churchill, Manitoba in Canada, it is actually illegal to lock your car doors. Why? Because cuz crime is illegal. Because <laughs>
2: Because <So> why <wait laughs> by there? Cuz <laughs> right.
0: Because polar bears run rampant there and they attack humans. And so, it is legal to lock your car door because any person might be able to or if getting attacked by a polar bear should be able to use your vehicle to get in to lock the doors and stay safe
1: a piece of gum (laughs) um
0: so yes that is a really weird fact also polar bears can smell you and trail you for miles so they will see you before you ever see them so they want you to keep the car doors unlocked at all times and there you have episode 114 of Not Politically Correct. It is your boy Rick McCoy, a.k.a. Mr. What It Do, a.k.a. Young Splash God. And you can find me on Twitter at Rick McCoy K P Z. Cody. I
1: am Cody.
2: Russ? <laughs> the bus. Catch me <laughs> on all that shits. All right. Damn, right.
0: <laughs> they're finna be the motorcycle. <laughs> um, but on that note,